This is the Mind Body Podcast with Coach Arvin, and I welcome those of you that are ready to play full out, face your fears, and challenge your limitations so you can shift into the powerful and confident person you know you're meant to be. This is for the few that are ready to fully commit to this journey and do whatever it takes to play this game of life at their absolute best. What is the one thing that we all need to master if we really want to have a realistic expectation of creating this healthy body that we want? It's not activity. Activity does help out, but it's not the big piece of the puzzle. The big piece of the puzzle is how we eat. And to be more specific, it's about meal prep. Now, I know that word, right? That word in itself is a trigger for so many people, has such a negative connotation to it. But I want to break it down a little bit for you guys so it's not so scary, not so negative, not so frustrating, not so overwhelming. None of those negative feelings that normally come with this subject. And because it was an area of my life that I struggled with for a long time until I figured it out. And I just want to share with you some of the little distinctions that I created and little shifts in how I looked at things that I was able to adopt in my own belief system here to help me be more successful with it. Now, majority of what we talk about here is mindset, right? Because really all change is 80% psychology and it's 20% mechanics. And we are going to talk a little bit about mechanics today because when the mind's in the right place, then we can go out and execute. Then we need to talk about, okay, what are the actionable steps that's going to help me create this outcome that I'm after? So let's break that down a little bit because if we don't have our, our meal prep game dialed in, it's it's almost impossible to succeed with creating the body composition that you're wanting, right? The, to get your body to look the way that you want it to look, to get your body to feel the way you want it to feel. We've got to learn how to prepare our own food, but it doesn't have to be a complex thing. But there are a few limiting beliefs that a lot of us have with the meal prep process that prohibit us from progressing in this area of our life. And there's three that I hear all the time, very consistent amongst most people. And the first one is, I don't like vegetables. I hate vegetables. I can't eat them. I refuse to eat them. They're disgusting. That is a limiting belief, right? I mean, are you telling me that there's no possible way that a vegetable could be prepared in a healthy way that would satisfy your taste buds? It's impossible. What happens is you convince yourself before you even eat the food that you're going to hate it. And then the second it gets into your mouth, it's disgusting, right? I knew this was going to be gross. I told you I don't like vegetables. I hate them. Well, then you have to ask yourself the question. What do you hate more, the way your body looks right now or vegetables? Because you're going to have to choose between one or the other. Either you start incorporating better quality foods into your eating regimen or you continue to let your body deteriorate. Those are your options. So which do you want? You want to look good? You want to feel good? You want that confidence? You want that that knowing that you have the capability to go out there and do whatever life pre- presents to you? Like you can, uh, you can overcome any obstacle, any task? <laughs> Eat some vegetables, man. So here's the thing about eating vegetables, though, because 
I, like you, like most of you guys, when I first started to prepare my own meals, it was really basic. So I would just cook like literally chicken breast and some rice and some veggies. And I, I didn't like the meal. I hated it. I would make a bunch of it and then it would all go to waste because I just didn't want to eat it. So then I had to experiment with healthier, healthier ways to enhance the taste of my food. And for me, you know, I use braising sauces. And I use a variety of different sauces. I just look at the label to make sure they're healthy ingredients. And then I manage the, you know, the calorie content of what I'm putting into my food. But it's just for flavor. It's not for coating. But that little trick right there enables me to cook a lot of the same foods over and over again, but make them with different sauces, which basically creates different meals for me. So that's a little quick tip, right? We can dress up the vegetables in different ways to make them taste better. We just have to go out there and apply it. But if we can't get over the, well, I hate vegetables. Vegetables are disgusting. I'm not going to eat them. If we can't get over that, then that's the bigger problem, right? Like we have to be stronger than that. We have to be better than that. We have to just make the decision that sometimes you just need to do the things that you need to do because it's the right thing to do because your body needs it. And just get over the, I hate vegetables, but I can snack on cookies and candy and a bunch of bullshit all day long, right? I can put that into my body, but I can't put a tasty sauce on some broccolini and some some carrots and eat that, right? I mean, it's just ridiculous. So if you don't like them plain, figure out some ways, some other options and opportunities where you can dress them up a little bit so they taste better. Which kind of adds into the second complaint is, you know, I just, I'm not a good cook, right? I don't know how to make good meals and I just, I get tired of eating the same thing over and over again. And again, that's where we come into the, how can we add varieties of flavors to our foods while also honoring the healthy nutritional component that we're after? And there's a, there's a variety of things that we can do. But some of it is experimentation because remember, we are developing a skill here. And in the beginning, a skill can be frustrating because we're, we don't really know what we're doing yet. And you're probably going to make some meals that you don't like, but that's just part of the process until you kind of figure out the things that you do like. And for me, you know, I have a variety of meals that I make, but I make basically the same like six meals over and over and over again. But I have a variety of them, Right. I have them at my disposal at all times. So it's I'm not just eating the same meal day in and day out. I'm picking and choosing the different meals. Because if we really look at our eating habits, I mean, we basically eat the same stuff over and over and over again. We go to the same restaurants. We, go to the, we order the same thing from the same restaurants. When we do happen to make something for ourselves, we're making the same things over and over again, right? We're routine by nature. It's, it's, our, it's our natural want in life like the brain functions that way it wants to be in routine it wants to be in habit so whether you're aware of it or not you're doing the same things over and over again so if we can just identify you know over a course of time you know six meals ten meals four meals that you can eat on a regular basis like the meals that you're already eating on a regular basis that solves a lot of the problems and you just get really good at making those meals and it becomes easy so overcoming that, I don't like vegetables thing. You know, what, what do we replace the thought with, right? Well, why are you eating healthy in the first place? Because I want to feel good. Because I want to look good. Because I want to be, you know, I, I want to help influence other people to make better decisions for themselves. 
Because as a society, we're on a downward spiral, downward spiral with our health. And I don't want to get caught up in that. I want to be better than that. I want to take care of myself. I want to know that I'm strong enough and wise enough and that I love myself enough to do the things that I need to do to sustain and improve the overall quality of my health. That's why I'm doing these things. And then, yeah, maybe we don't make very good meals in the beginning, but we have to practice. That's skill development. Because really, what are we doing instead, right? How many nights are we spending on the couch watching TV or staring at our phones when we really could be in the kitchen practicing until we get good at it? But that just comes down to, you know, why do you want to do the things that you do and how, how badly do you want to be different? And then once we get to making a variety of meals, well, here's the third complaint, right? Is, well, I don't want to freeze my meals. I don't like to reheat my food. Like, come on. This is the obstacle that we can't overcome. Really? I can't meal prep because I don't like to freeze my foods and I don't like to reheat foods. Well, do you like feeling fat? Do you like feeling disgusting or whatever words that you use to describe yourself to yourself or to whoever will listen? Do you like the way that you feel when you look at yourself in the mirror and you slow, you're seeing your body slowly start to deteriorate and you're not doing shit about it? Do you like the constant stress and anxiety that you feel about yourself in this area of your life? Because that's your choice, right? You can either freeze your foods and reheat them and eat them so you have a large supply of food readily accessible to you. You can either set yourself up for success and do the things that you need to do in order to create these results for yourself or you can sit with the stress and the anxiety and the frustration that you feel around this area of your life. Those are your choices. And I want that to sink in for a moment. And I want you guys to think about that and listen to that. Because that's what you're choosing between. Either you stop making excuses for why you can't do the things that you need to do. Or you just accept that you're just going to embrace all of these negative things that you focus on all the time. Like just open the door wide open and let it all in because you're not doing shit about it. Or do the things. You know, when you hear yourself making an excuse why you can't do something, ask yourself, why did I say that? Why do I think that? Like, can I really not eat vegetables? <laughs> It's ridiculous. It makes me laugh when I hear people, like, just to say it myself, it just makes me laugh because it's just so silly, you know? Can I really not put food in the microwave and eat it? Like, half the stuff I cook tastes better after I reheat it. You know, it gives the time for those flavors to, like, really marinate into the food and it tastes better than when I pull it right off the skillet or oven. Just depends. But those are all, I mean, we say we want these things. And then we're just immediately putting up the reasons, well, you know, I would love to meal prep, but I don't like vegetables and I'm not a good cook and I, I refuse to reheat my food. Okay, well, enjoy the body that's going to be created from the choices that you're currently making because that's the body that you'll have for the rest of your life. So it's your decision on whether or not you want to take care of it. And I'm being a little stern here with the way that I talk about this because... I think it's time for people to just take responsibility for their lives. To stop making so many excuses about the things they're not doing. 
You know, stop complaining about their lives when they're not doing anything to change it. You know, and, and most people, even when they're given the opportunity to change, they really don't want to. They just want to complain. And so you have to ask yourself, what kind of person are you? Are you a person that's stuck, that wants to get out? Or are you the kind of person that's, you know, stuck, but kind of just wants to stay there because they're just too scared to make any changes in their life? You get one life, you get one body. It's your responsibility to live it to its fullest and, and to take care of it. You know, are you doing the things that you need to do in order to do that? And the most common things that, that you hear when it comes to this stuff is, well, I, I don't have time and I can't afford it. I don't have time and I can't afford it. Before I go on to a rant on where we spend our time and where we spend our money, let's just break that down just a little bit. You know, I've mastered my meal prep game to where I can cook anywhere from 12 to 20 meals in, in an hour in my kitchen. And the cost of those meals ranges between about $40 to $70, you know, depending on how many I cook. And I think I average yeah, less than 5 bucks a meal when it's all broken down. I think I average yeah, like $4 a meal, something like that. I went to dinner last night, and I don't order appetizers, you know. I was with somebody at dinner. We both ordered entrees, and a dessert, and a glass of wine. And the meal cost us $140. It's $140 for one dinner out. That same $140 would have made me 30 plus meals. 30 plus meals. So don't tell me you can't afford it. Cooking your most cooking your own meals is the most inexpensive way to eat out there. Even drive-throughs, it's still cheaper, and you're getting a better quality of food in. No, oh, I don't have time. You know, I just I don't have time to do that. Well, let me ask you this: How much time do we spend eating out? Right, because if you really look at meal prep. If I already have my lunches and dinners prepared, how much time does that save me? Because if we go to dinner, we're easily sitting at dinner for at a minimum 30 minutes, right? If not, at least an hour. So let's say we're just we're sitting at dinner for an hour. And when we go out to lunch, we sit at lunch for half an hour. Well, if I can make, let's just use 15 meals in one hour. So I have 15 meals in one hour. So all I have to do now in the future is reheat the meals. And that takes eight minutes. It takes eight minutes to thaw out my food and heat it to a warm temperature to eat. And then it's the eating process, you know, and then it takes me 10 minutes to eat. Maybe a little bit longer. Over time, how much time have I saved? I got 15 meals, which took me an hour. So we'll take an hour off the table. That leaves me with 14 meals. So if you have 15 dinners that you go out to eat, you spend top dollar for that food, and it takes you at least an hour of your time. That's 15 hours. Or you meal prep. All you need to do is reheat your food and eat it. And that's a 20-minute process. So really over that time, you're looking at five hours compared to 15 hours. You've just saved yourself 10 hours of time. 10 hours. 
10 hours of time you have saved by preparing your own food. And hundreds of dollars you have saved by preparing your own food. So I don't have time and I can't afford it. It's just a bullshit excuse that you tell yourself to not do it. That's all that's at play here. But you got to know why you're doing it. You know, why do you want to make these little changes in your life? Because I look around at the people in our society and I don't want to be like them. I see weakness and excuses everywhere. I see people lost. You know, some people just don't know what to do. A lot of people do and they're just not doing it. And they're just asleep and they're just going through the motions. And most of them are never going to wake up. They're going to live their whole life like that until they die. Never really asking themselves better questions. Never really challenging the beliefs that they have for themselves. The excuses that they give themselves and everybody else for all the shit that they don't do. Right? All these people that will just never live an ideal life. Do you want to be one of those people? Because if you don't start doing the things, if you don't ask for help, if you don't start practicing a little discipline in your life, little by little, you know, if you just if you don't start taking responsibility for your actions in your life, that is exactly where you're going. And you can tell yourself whatever you want to try to convince yourself otherwise, like you know, I'll get to it in the future or, you know, it's not going to be me forever. I'll, I will make the changes eventually, but you won't. Either you make them now or you don't. You know, it's funny how we'll use time on both sides. I don't have time. I'm too busy. But, you know, I actually have all the time in the world to do the things I need to do. I just can't do them right now because I'm so busy. You know, my life is so busy. It's not busy. You're just distracted. You're focusing on the wrong things and you're prioritizing things that you shouldn't be prioritizing. So listen to yourself. Listen to your thoughts. Listen to how you describe yourself in the area of food. What's your relationship with food? What's your relationship with preparing your own foods? Is it hurting you or is it serving you? And if it's hurting you, what are the thoughts that you need to think instead to start getting you to start making better decisions? Who can you reach out to and ask for help? People that already have this stuff dialed in. I got my meal prep game dialed in. I coach a gym full of athletes. You know how many people ask me about my meal prep? Less than 10. Less than 10. Everybody wants to bitch about their bodies, but nobody wants to sit down and have the conversation about how to fix it. Because they're just looking for comfortability and convenience. And you're not going to find real change in those areas. If you want to be healthy, you got to do the things that healthy people do. Ask anybody that is performing at an optimal level in their area of health. That they look good. Their body is a representation of the decisions that they make. And that's that's... A very important thing to, to remember because in my line of work, people are always selling me on the things that are doing well. You know, whenever we start talking about food or anything, they just want to pitch me, right? Like, oh man, I, you know, I eat pretty healthy. You know, today, you know, I had this for breakfast and I had that for lunch. And, you know, these are the things I'm eating most of the time for dinner. Okay, well, why are you overweight then? 
If you're making all of these good decisions, why are you overweight? Why do you lack muscle definition? Why do you sleep poorly? Why is your mood all over the place? Why is your energy fluctuate so much throughout the day? Why do you lack focus and clarity? Because you're not really doing these things as well as you think you are. We drastically overestimate the things we do well and underestimate the things that we're doing poorly. Especially when it comes to the way that we eat. There's no point to lie to yourself or anybody else. Your body tells the whole story of the decisions you make when it comes to food and activity. You can tell me whatever you want. I just got to look at you. That's it. Your body tells me the whole story. So if your body is not a reflection of what you want it to be, then let's start changing the way that we talk about food. Let's start changing the way that we think about food, the roles it plays in our lives, how we're showing up in that area of our life, and the things that we're actually doing. Let's be honest with ourselves. Let's choose to make better decisions. Let's choose to do what feels hard sometimes, knowing that it's taking us to a better place and that it will get easier with practice, with time. Let's just choose to treat ourselves in a better way. If you really love yourself, then treat your body well. And if you struggle to find love for yourself, you can also start by just doing things to treat yourself better. Because once you start doing that, you build momentum in that direction. And once you start building momentum, it gets stronger and stronger. And you really just start to flow. And once you're in flow, man, that's when everything is just beautiful. That's when you're just in control. And everything is just as you want it to be. But you can't get the flow until you start practicing some little disciplines. Until you start challenging some limiting beliefs. Until you start showing up in the way that you know you're supposed to. And just taking full responsibility for your life. If you need help with this stuff, ask me. That's what I'm here for. Let's problem solve together. Let's figure it out. Let's put together a strategy. Let's, let's identify some things we can think instead that will get you more excited about it. I love meal prep. Meal prep is my time to just to chill out, you know, to check out. Where I don't got to think about all of these things that's always racing around in my mind because my mind is always spinning on what I'm creating and, and, and just the different areas I can grow and just these topics that I love so much. It's always... It's always spinning on those subjects. So for me, when I meal prep, man, I can just like check out for a little while and I can put on some good music and I can just kind of get into a flow with my food, you know? I enjoy cooking it. I love the process. I'm excited. I have all these prepared meals and I'm taken care of. And then I'm just going to continue getting you know, great quality nutrients into my body. It's just going to make me look better and feel better and perform well. And I just love that. You know, I'm excited about that. That shit feels good. That's how I look at it. So if you're feeling the negativity, the resistance, reach out. Let's have a conversation about it. Let's talk about it. Or reach out to someone in your life that's doing it really well, but more importantly enjoys it, right? Don't go to the person that's just super strict and miserable. That ain't the way. That person's going to fall off at some point and it's all going to fall apart. Find the person that's got flow, right? They look good. They feel good. They're doing well and you know it because they're making good decisions. They got momentum. 
Then they're just doing the things. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I'll see you next week.